If you know the enemy and know yourself, you need not fear the result of a hundred battles. If you know yourself but not your enemy, for every victory you gained, you will also suffer defeat. If you know neither your enemy nor yourself, you will succumb in every battle. The Art of War, Sun Chu. Today's takeaways. Dismantling the battle before it begins. Yes, there are monsters under the bed. Your game plan doesn't live in the comfort zone. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Hello, this is Intentional Now podcast, an engaging workshop discussion on change, purpose, and redefining what we say yes to. Have you asked yourself that question this week? What do you say yes to? Hi, I am your hostess, Kristen Wombeck. I am a spiritual entrepreneur. I'm chasing bold dreams, doing the work, and asking the huge questions and getting life done. Done, you might say? The life that we were meant to live. Let's do this. Are you ready? Hello. (laughs) Yep. You feel fired up. I can feel it already in my bones. Fired up and ready to go. It's Friday afternoon. This particular episode, oh, about 48 hours for me to put it together. Get out the soapbox, please. Get your notepads ready. We are going to take some ground today. I appreciate you listening. Get those headphones on, set aside, and turn off the distractions. It's okay if you need to wash the dishes, maybe vacuum, as long as your headphones work really good. We are going to have fun today, and we are just going to kick some butt. I like to do that. (laughs) What a way to start our weekend. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Hey. And, you know, there are just so many good resources in all of the podcast episodes before. I could just tell you so much good stuff. But then again, you have the ability to go look and explore and find out. So shall we, without further ado, get into the deep stuff. I heard you say, yes, Kristen, I'm ready. Do you have any idea what kind of week I've had? Um, yes. (laughs) Yes, I do have a clue of what type of week that you have had. I feel it. I hear you. I'm praying for you. Um, I collected my words together today just for that. Okay. Got a question for you. You know, I always like to hear you thinking Have you ever spent like three hours responding to an email? I mean, you you come to it, you come back and forth, you write, you erase, you erase, you write. Ah, it just doesn't set. And then you get up from your desk and go away and you just say, nope, 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 I'm not going to do it. And then you come back and you start writing again. And ah, ah, that happened to me this week. I do have a little bit of a story to tell you about it, okay? So in our social media 
hoopla. Yep. There is a lot of hoopla. Amen. Yeah. So we follow, we unfollow, we like, we give a thumbs up. And then we give the kingly off with their heads thumb down. <laughs> or we share hearts in just this heart attack that goes pop. And it rises to the top of the content that makes us feel, right? Yes, we respond when the content in social media makes us feel. It feels like love, creativity, family, friends, politics, business, self-help. Or maybe it's just plain old funny. Or then again, there's quotes. And there's quotes, and there's more quotes, and there's more quotes. And then there's the opinion. And get this. Those crazy bloopers. Oh, my gosh. Um, ouch. Right? Ouch. But, you know, they're just like addicting. Really, people? <laughs> and, you know, those passions, the, the passions um, the passions that ought not be in the public eye. No, give me a blindfold, please, and put some earplugs in my ears. And there's also the horrors of the human soul wrongly persuaded. Yeah, social media. We give our nanosecond response. So let me just take a moment to give a high five. Yep, high five. There you go for all the content creators out there. It is a job and a half, isn't it? Yes, we're committed. We're doing this. So many of you join me on social media sites. Thank you. What a pleasure it is to put your face and flair as a listener, a reader, a fan. I love it. So welcome, welcome. Come on. Let's connect together, right? And to my patrons, oh my goodness. You touch me in a way. Well, you're just going to have to go ask God in the way that you touch me by and through your support. So I invite my new listeners as a support team for Intentional Now podcast. Yep, this is what I do. You support, your support encourages me and that I'm answering valuable questions and bringing resources from heaven to earth for you. Yes, when you support me, I feel like you value this as a resource. And I want to say thank you very much. So to my thought process here today, I love to glean creative ideas from other coaches, preachers, mystics, entrepreneurs. Yes, I cruise through social media and I grab and glean just like you do, right? So we are on a great precipice where experience is overturning the book knowledge at a rapid rate. And yeah, I'm going to say that quote one more time from you know who. We are on a great precipice where experience is overturning book knowledge at a rapid rate. I do the same. I look for experience that will overturn a problem or help me to gain a skill quickly. Yes, if you have been there, if you've done that and you can tell me how, 
I am sitting there with my headphones on listening, right? So I would suggest that you're sitting here with the same principle. Find experience that will overturn a problem or help you gain a skill quickly. Spiritual things, the kingdom of heaven, how I encounter God, and that response. What does that look like? What does that mean? And how his response changes me. And when I share the, t- the story, you go, oh, and Holy Spirit just puts it together. So I share that relationship of response. It is my inherent gift that propels me forward in communication, in media, in podcasting, in writing, and speaking. Yes, I'm passionate about it. So I am not always a master of the tongue. But that's where God comes in with his anointing. And that breaks The yoke of what is hindering, whether it's my tongue, whether it's the choice of my words, whether it's the ear that listens or the condition of the heart, the anointing, it graciously provides the strength for us to communicate the language and response of God. And I'm going to say that again just for me. The anointing graciously provides the strength for us to communicate the language and the response of God. So let's break down those areas. So there's the perspective of the speaker. That's me. The words I choose, my tone, my inflection. And then there's the perspective of the listener. Hmm. How you react to the words that I chose, the tone of my voice, the inflection. And how do you let them in? Do you listen to them? Do they bounce off? And if we are from different cultures, oh, that just expands our ability to listen and to discern. And we have the opportunity to increase. And the condition of the heart? Hmm. Hmm. I'm going to come back to that in just a minute. I'm going to come back to that. So back to my email. Yeah, that email that I was writing, it took me three hours to write. (laughs) So a coach that I admire her creativity, her vivaciousness, and she's on the edge of content creation. Oh, my gosh. But I am old enough to be her mom. And now that I think about it, I'm probably old enough to be a large percentage of the population's mom or grandmother. Ooh, yikes, I am 62. Yeah, <laughs> here we are, right? We're busting it here. Yeah. So I received her marketing email. Yep, I am on her list. And the buzz line shares something like great content, right? And I decide by her buzz line, by her subject matter, I decide to move my to-do list around so that I could spend about 40 minutes gleaning from her recent discoveries. I love listening to her. She is a breath of youthful, fresh air. So, you know, she went about sharing her whys and what moved her to press 
that miraculous free content button. You know what I'm talking about here. <laughs> A very logical reason was answering what made her press the miraculous to the emotional spot of a buyer. You know that deal that you just can't resist? All of us entrepreneurs desire to write and create sales funnel just like this. See, I had something to learn, right? That's why I was here. That's why I moved those 40 minutes aside. I have something to learn. My ears are tuned. And that is where I felt God's heart. When she mentioned the subject matter that had caught her eye was intuition. And that she followed the first free button, and then she took the next step button, and then she took the next step button. Oh. And then I felt this compassion move in my heart. God was touching my heart. Oh, still listening to her life. I could tell by the words that she was using to describe the Intuition Coach platform. You might say, how? Well, God's name and his fame had no part of that curriculum. Ouch. You can see why I'm going, ouch. And my spirit yelled, run, 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 run. Yes, run, please run. <laughs> oh, that was a good laugh, run. So God was asking me, what was I going to do about it? I had heard it now. Yeah. Am I going to do anything? <laughs> and you know, really, who would even know if I passed and I said, you know, it's really not my problem. Besides, she doesn't even know me from Adam. Ah, don't even know my name. Nope. Uh-uh. I'm just on the email list. Yep. Can I share that entry quote with you again? If you know the enemy and you know yourself, you need not fear the result of a hundred battles. If you know yourself, but you don't know the enemy, your victory gained, you will also suffer a defeat. And if you know neither the enemy nor yourself, you'll succumb in every battle. You know, God isn't offended by all the names we use to skirt around giving him credit. He's gracious and he is good. He is so desirous to be a blessing to his kids, to be in relationship with his kids. You know, it, but uh, it's when we make a conscious choice to deny his existence that we can get into trouble. Well, don't get me wrong. I have known some serious atheists with an amazing faith muscle. Because, you know, it takes much more work to deny that God is rather to relax and know him. Mm -hmm. So why did my spirit say, run, run, run? Here again, my experience has taken me around the block a few times, yeah. 
I went from an ignorant Baptist girl with a very long chapter of a bump, a bump, a bump, a bump, a bump, until I found a level of mastery to discern, sorry to say, there are monsters under the bed. (laughs) And they weren't created by Pixar. (laughs) There are monsters under the bed, right? Well, nobody wants to talk about those monsters. Ignorance is not bliss. It's dangerous. So, you open the door that you have no idea at what lengths it will take you to close it and clean up the mess. And how many of us never even think it could be a spiritual problem? Nah, we never ask that. Nah. <sighs> I have cleaned up more than my share of messes. I remember, are you ready? Clearly, the first time I witnessed a demon manifesting. Ooh. (laughs) I can hear you say, what does that have to do with an intuition coach? Well, can I put a little spiritual pun on that? Intuition. Intuition ignition. Yep. Where do you get the energy source from? And do you really want to put your key in there? I'm going to say that again. I like my pun here. All right. Intuition. Into which ignition do you get their energy from? And do you really want to put your key in there? Keep it simple. Keep it black and white. Those gray areas will keep you in court forever. (laughs) I do have a bit of an attitude here today, right? Yeah. (laughs) I'm laughing at myself. Okay. So let me answer that by my story. Okay. I'm going to answer it with experience. So I was serving at a Benny Hinn conference, what feels like a hundred years ago. Mm-hmm. And Holy Spirit was moving in the room and he was touching God's people. Oh, it was a beautiful place to be. The worship was stunning and brilliant, right? The anointing was doing its job. It was breaking the yoke and some of the yokes didn't want to let go. Directly seated in front of me was a mom and I would guess her about 11-year-old daughter. Well, the daughter started twitching, then writhing, then spasming on the floor with her eyes rolled back in her head as an ugly voice proceeded loudly out of her. She was 11. The ushers blessed their prepared hearts with the mom's help, picked her up, And, you know, that's like um, picking up a snarling dog and removing it from the room. And I'm sure the intercessors in the back room took care of the problem. I have every faith. It was scaring the crap out of most of us, right? Like, (gasps) what? Ah, yeah. And isn't it just like the enemy anyway to draw the attention from what God is doing? And that was way back in those deliverance days. Right. I didn't have a clue. Nope. For me, 
Winning isn't something that happens suddenly on the field when the whistle blows and the crowd roars. Winning is something that builds physically and mentally every day that you train and every night that you dream. Emmett Smith, football hall of fame running back. Ah, don't you love it? So the enemy doesn't pull any punches and it has a logistic plan to put roadblocks in the middle of your dreams. My dreams. Yeah. Can I paint a word picture for you here? <laughs> Say, this is just hypothetical. Say an individual tells just a little tiny white lie. One of those really little, little ones. And oh, excuse me, but we're just protecting an individual from being hurt. It's just the littlest, tiniest little white lie. Imagine that little white die, white lie, and it's 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 a door now. It's got this little door, right? And it says little white lie on it. It's there. Well, that little white lie door is there, and it has a legal right to be used by the entire family of lies. <laughs> I don't need to tell you who the father of lies is. Yep. You totally get the picture, right? Mm -hmm. So, back to the recorded live session. I just stumbled upon. Uh, stumbled, right? Mm. Holy Ghost stumbled. So, it's a good thing for an individual to want to develop their intuition and their spirituality. That's totally why I'm here, right? We are spiritual beings. God is a spirit. And I can bank on it that it Holy Spirit was at work touching the secret places of her heart, drawing her to him. Yep, I smelled it. Yep, that was totally Holy Spirit, right? <laughs> so, what do you suppose the enemy does if an individual is being drawn by the Lord? You got it. They send along some really sparkly content that looks harmless and interesting. Bingo. So just a statement here. This is just a statement. My opinion. We as the church need to be far more interesting and be thought of as a resourceful place of experience and knowledge. This bride needs to get over her fear of spiritual woohoo stuff because God takes holiness seriously. Yep, for you listeners, I was given a look there. <laughs> the art of winning. If you know the enemy and know yourself, you need not fear the result of a hundred battles. But there will be a hundred battles. If you know yourself but not the enemy, for every victory gained, you will also suffer a defeat. Suffer. Hmm. If the door of little white lies is open at your house... Who else is vulnerable? We miss that part, don't we? <laughs> if you know neither the enemy nor yourself, you will succumb in battle every time. Succumb. Ouch!
so tell me. Hmm, you tell me. Did I get over myself? Did I send an email back in response? Oh, by the way, how much do you think I really love my fellow man? Inconvenience myself to open the mouthpiece of experience? Seriously? I said experience, not prophetic judgment. Words of judgment would only close the door, smack shut, lock it with shame and anger, thus opening the intuition door even wider for an unsuspecting but truly seeking individual. <laughs> what do you think I did? It is an art to ward off a battle. It is an art to write words of love from a life of experience. Meaning, <laughs> I have made huge mistakes. The art of winning, not whining. Ah, uh, yes, I'm guilty. And there is more times than I care to admit to you here today. Mm -hmm. So winning that's where you take the holiness that was washed you so brilliantly and use it to defend the innocent. Yep. But we do have to move out of our comfort zone. I move out of my comfort zone every time I ask the hard question, what is the cause and what is the effect? Where did I leave the door open in my life? Where was the door left open in the generational line of my family? And when is someone going to draw a line in the sand and say, not on my watch? You know, Jesus paid for this. Who has the audacity to withhold the ransom he paid. An outline of the email. Yeah, you knew that I did. Developing your intuition. Ah, a game changer. Just go for it. Developing your intuition. As support for the joys and trials of parenting and marriage and self-care. Ah, a strength that will see you through. Parentheses. Wife, 36 years. Mom of four adult sons. That's kind of like my been there, done that statement. <laughs> Developing your intuition. Ah, it will open the floodgates that scientifically support logic. And also... Unravel it. Developing your intuition does answer why I was created and what is my purpose. It answers all those questions. And on my spiritual journey, I have had a host of people tell me I shouldn't, I couldn't. High insight, they were wrong. Yes, I've made mistakes. I'm glad I sought, I discovered, and I continue to learn. Ask more questions about the teacher 
and the tools. Great content isn't always great content. Your first intuition lesson. All things are not created equal in the spirit. Fear is not a question. Asking God first will save your spiritual cleanup. He knows all about intuition stuff and you. High in sight? <laughs> I had more personal cleanup than a good Baptist girl ought to. But religious ignorance couldn't teach spiritual principles. Yep, I'm going to say that again. High in sight? This is the truth. I had more personal cleanup than a good Baptist girl ought to, but religious ignorance couldn't teach spiritual principles. The art of winning is painting on your back a masterpiece admired for generations. For me, remember, Winning isn't something that happens suddenly on the field when the whistle blows and the crowd roars. Winning is something that builds physically and mentally every day that drains you and every night that you dream. I have huge dreams. I'm building them with the guidance of my Savior, Jesus Christ. The only portrait, the only portrait I want to paint in the art of winning is the one he has signed his name on. And if I remember right, this is a team sport. Father, forgiveness, forgive us, Father, for ignorance knowingly and unknowingly. Father, teach me your ways, even if they are higher than mine. Beam me up, Scotty. Let's do this. Father, when Jesus was resurrected from the dead, he didn't have PTSD from being whipped, beaten, spit on, nailed through, stabbed, cursed, fear from being left alone, punctured in his head, despised, and sold out from his own, left anywhere in his resurrected body, soul, spirit. Ephesians 1, 19 through 23. I also pray that you will understand the incredible greatness of God's power for us who believe him. This is the same mighty power that raised Christ from the dead and seated him in a place of honor at God's right hand in heavenly realms. Now he is far above any ruler or authority or power or leader or anything else, not only in this world, but also in the worlds to come. God has put all things under the authority of Christ and has made him head over all things for the benefit of the church. And the church is his body. That's you and me. It is made full and complete by Christ who fills all things everywhere with himself. And the church body, his body, us, you and me, is made full 
complete by Christ who fills all things everywhere with himself. Teach me the art of winning in every love language that you speak. Let's do this.